So, hey, Peter, I'm Vaughn from 360 Magazine, and I know you're Peter Menace. And you have an amazing company that is taking the world by storm, so to speak. Um, Tailwind Seaplanes. Can you tell us about this concept and how did you come about starting? Sure. Well, I mean, I think it's flattering to think we're taking the world by storm, but we, we hope to take the Northeast by storm. Uh, how did we come about it? You know, I think the company was, was started in 2012. Uh, we started with a single seaplane. Uh, we've grown our business beyond that, but we always had a vision for bringing more direct and, and faster service uh, between cities. We think uh, our, our founder, Alan, uh, and myself being a co-founder, we, we recognize that there's, there's structural things, especially between some of the cities in the Northeast, but there are other areas as well where it just takes a long time. And waterways are basically extra runways in a lot of these cities and, that are underused. And the technology exists to do it now. Uh, and we feel it plugs very well into emerging technologies with electric aircraft and regional aircraft that we think are around the corner. So it seemed like a great thing. And uh, I had an entrepreneurial streak for a long time, uh, personally. And this seemed like a great idea to to try and tackle so here we are so were you always in aviation did you were you a pilot yourself so i may i come more from the business side i've been in i i have worked uh, for large aviation companies like american airlines uh, but not flying the machines more and more on the business end revenue management specifically i've also worked for about a decade in travel startups uh and primarily focused on uh revenue management uh, distribution of inventory, whether it be hotel inventory, rental car inventory, uh, spa inventory, and airline inventory. So, but I have an actual passion for aviation myself. I I have taken many flight lessons. I've uh, soloed, and, and and certainly, I'm a big fan of aviation. If I, uh, and it's certainly one of my one of the things I I just do in my free time. Uh, is certainly follow that whole industry. Now you spoke about the northeastern region. What made you guys focus on that? Because northeast is really big for like the train tracks, for Amtrak, for all that. And, and and you 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 literally can go to like five or six different top cities in America on this uh, in this area. But what made you guys focus on it? Yeah, I mean, so it's it's not while there are, is good train service in the northeast, it's not particularly fast, especially in in relative terms. Um, to get to take it the fastest train between New York and Boston, one of our core routes. The, I think the fastest Acela train takes about three and a half hours. It may even be three hours and 40 minutes. Uh, that's not particularly fast given the distance. Uh, RC do it in 75 minutes um, and save a lot of the, the hassle of having, if you if you want to take a, a Delta shuttle or a JetBlue flight, you can certainly go to LaGuardia and Boston, but that comes with its own hassles and headaches in terms of needing to arrive in advance or uh, clear long security lines, get to the airport with, you know, fighting tunnel traffic or bridge traffic and things like that. So we, we think there's a problem to solve for people who value speed. And that's uh, one of the primary things we deliver is, is speed and lack of hassles. And how did you start your journey? And um, I guess it sounds like you're doing a little bit of logistics and scheduling, right? Like, how do you come up with these schedules in these times? Are you? It, it requires input from the, from all corners of the company, where you're trying to balance what you'd like to do as a business with what 
Um, you can do from a regulation perspective, uh, what the crews can do, what's realistic for operations, uh, take into account a, a number of different factors. Um, ultimately, what comes out is a schedule when on our core service, we're running you know three times a day, seven days a week now between New York and Boston. And then we layer in seasonal summer service that we provide to a number of other destinations uh, in the, throughout the Northeast, uh, essentially popular summer vacation spots. And we try and do as much of that with uh, as efficiently as possible. Yeah, we go to Connecticut. Uh, we also fly uh, to a number of spots in Eastern Long Island in the, in the Hamptons, uh, the East Hampton, Montauk, Sag Harbor, uh, Shelter Island, as well as we've now added our first uh, Massachusetts summer destination, uh, Provincetown. And it's off on the tip of Cape Cod. And how many destinations do you have in total right now? I believe our total destinations is nine. Uh, we serve, and we also offer a couple of destinations that you can access one stop. So well, you can fly from Boston to East Hampton uh, via New York, or you can fly to Provincetown, uh, building up a, a bunch of different uh, connections that you can do through our with our service as well. And so you say a lot of your, um, so how, how would you best describe your customer? It's a, it's a premium service. It's not, it's not a service. You know, it's, it's typically around the price of a first class ticket on, on an equivalent day on equivalent service. It's also sometimes unique with our summer destinations that we're the only ones who provide a way to get somewhere via air in an efficient way. Someone who lives or works in Manhattan going to something in or near downtown Boston, the financial district or the seaport. That's our, that's our core audience. Wow. And what, what's, what's their occupation? Uh, legal, uh, business, finance, uh, a lot of a lot of biotech, actually. Can be retirees or individuals looking for uh, something interesting. We do have some leisure fairs and other things that are relatively competitively priced. They provide a free sightseeing tour, you know, uh, of both Boston and New York, essentially, as you, as you travel with us. So we, we, get, we get a mixture of people who are not doing it for work at all. They're just doing it the experience and the memory it's pretty interesting to, to you know to leave right from manhattan you know just hop on the plane in manhattan taxi out for you know two minutes into the east river take off uh and then you know a little bit more than an hour later you do the same thing in boston it's pretty uh it's pretty exciting yeah and how does that work with the, in terms of the permits do you got like is it just zone free around the, the americas or the globe or how do you guys determine what's a runway and what's not a runway our planes are are dual so they're called amphibians they have both wheels and floats so we can land in in the water but we can also land at, at virtually any airport we have a lot of flexibility uh where we land on the water sometimes is very well defined um, the specific areas set aside by by the FAA uh, and the government for for landing of aircraft. In some regions, especially where we do some charter service or other things, really we can land anywhere we anywhere we'd like on the water. And once we're in the water, we're considered a boat. Yeah, it gives a lot of flexibility, especially for you know if you have an emergency of any type or there's some kind of need to divert due to weather. You have a lot of options when you're in a seaplane. What's the top speed of a seaplane and what's the, um, the highest level they go? What's the yeah, those are good questions. So they're unpressurized aircraft. So we, we 
We don't go higher than 12,000 feet. We fly, the cruising speed of the aircraft is about 190 miles an hour. So you are faster than, um, than Excella. <laughs> oh, yes, we are definitely faster than Excella. I think the Excella, the Excella can hit about 120 miles an hour, but only for a short stretch in Rhode Island. Uh, yeah. The rest of the time, it's going a lot slower than that. And so is there, and they, they just board it like a regular yacht or any other uh, sea? Yeah, we have a we have a lounge, a lot like a little airline lounge. Um, it, we we staff that, so you you have are traveling with no more than a maximum of eight people on your flight. Uh, they can wait and have a, have a drink, check in, um, and then the aircraft arrives. You board in I don't know two minutes, just kind of like boarding a boat. Actually, you're off and away. And so, where do you see? You you started this brand how long ago? About a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, we started um, we started as a company in 2012. We started seaplane flying in 2014, and uh, we got the permission from um, the DOT and the Federal Aviation Administration to land in Boston. So that's that's when things really took off. Yeah, we have two sides to our company. There's a whole other side of our business that is um, that manages people's aircraft, uh, oh. jets. We we manage private jets and turboprop aircraft, and we charter them. The kind of the, the the main it's not the main it's not uh let me so we're we are building a, a coal regional network and airline uh utilizing our seaplanes so in the next so your core business is main maintenance which we know does a lot of work because you got to check the planes you have to make sure it's regulated with all the different um, agencies um and then your secondary business that is probably become your you know bread yeah. and butter because um, we mean i mean you already know it's not a lot of op opportunities for us to travel back and forth from the northeastern side besides Amtrak, and the tickets are just as much as a regular airplane. So, would you say this height, the the um, the, the the flying height, isn't it similar in type to a helicopter's? Yeah, no, and even a little higher than that. Okay. A little higher than that, but we don't go up way up high like uh, you know like a Boeing or something like that. We're flying higher than than, mo than most helicopters would fly. What's it can depend a little bit. On, it can depend a little bit on the weather too. You know, the, the pilots choose the best altitude, with the fewest bumps, all that stuff. And then, what's the most memorable experience that you've had with a passenger or you flying on the seaplane? Me flying the seaplane. I think the most memorable thing was when we when we ran our first scheduled flight uh, between New York and Boston, and Boston hadn't seen a seaplane land in, in its harbor for probably 60, 70 years, if not longer. A bunch of news helicopters actually started recording us as we were flying into Boston, going over Fenway and all, all, all of downtown Boston. Basically, a whole bunch of news helicopters started following us, waiting to see that you know people were interested in what we were doing because it was a it was such a new idea, um, and it it seemed to have really it got it got a lot of people's attention and people seem interested in, in what we're trying to do so i think that was that was pretty personally memorable for me yeah i mean it's not, it sounds like a very nostalgic thing that's when when, when it was brought to our attention we we're like wow i mean i've seen it now like what is it fantasy island or something like a tv show but i never thought of ever like even going in a seaplane and i think i've probably been in a seaplane but i don't remember i was in a seaplane but i think i would remember right <laughs> you probably would remember it it's a pretty <laughs> it feels a little different to take off from the water it's great, actually, in some ways. So, but you you might not. It depends if you were younger or something like that. How fast does it take for it to go up in the air? Takeoff can depend, but it's typically around 15 seconds or something. It can be a little bit longer based on wind and weather 
and things, but it goes gets off the ground relatively quickly. Since you guys are seeing and experiencing so much success right now with the business, mm-hmm. what do you guys see expanding in the next five to ten years? Yeah, so our next big route that we're we're spending some time on and that we've we've kind of teased a little bit is we, we plan to, to start flying to Washington DC area uh, mm-hmm. sometime this fall from New York. So you'll be able to get down to DC area in a very similar way to how you can how you can from Boston. Uh, longer term, you could see us expand to different parts of the United States. Um, there's a number of places that make sense, uh, including Florida area. And then really more, there are a number of cities and other places uh, in the Northeast that we haven't even touched yet uh, that, that certainly could use more service and that we think would value what we're doing. So I think the sky's the limit, so to speak, in what we're doing. Uh, we just have to do it right and uh, and do it do it do it in a way that's that's sustainable and and, and that, that works for everyone. And speaking of sustainability, are you guys um, using electric engine planes or are you going to start using electric engine planes? Uh, we want to be one of the first to do it. We've actually already announced a partnership with a, a maker of electric aircraft or a future maker of electric aircraft. Uh, we have a whole group that spends time looking at all the things that are emerging. Electric aircraft are not quite ready for for today, but they're likely to to be a relevant alternative in in a, in the in the short in the near future, maybe five ten years time, especially on the kind of routes and the and the distances that we operate. It seems uh, so. You'll you'll see us be one of the innovators and one of the first to adopt. Uh, electric aircraft as they're available. Do you feel like you guys have any competition since you're a seaplane? Because we've flown with Verjet before, and Verjet has those fighter pla- those fighter planes. How do you think, how does experience differ for most people when they fly on a private jet versus this? Feels semi-private. And in many cases, you're actually with five or six passengers. We always fly with two pilots who are both qualified to fly the aircraft. So unlike some other small planes sometimes where there's just a single pilot like in a helicopter or others you've got two 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 pilots the the seats are pretty comfortable they they look more like economy plus seats they uh they have about 36 inches of of seat pitch uh, which is which is favorable to uh to economy plus in most aircraft the only thing we don't have that's pretty common is uh we don't have a bathroom on our planes uh which means we we provide a very nice restroom uh <laughs> uh, on, on on either side of everywhere we go so and typically our flights don't last more than about an hour so um that might look a little different uh but the rest of it is is very familiar to anyone who's been on an aircraft you, we're not gonna have a there's not gonna be a, somebody tending to us or giving us drinking snacks probably <laughs> no we don't have a flight attendant uh but we do we do stock the aircraft with um some snacks and some drinks so no one's going to hungry and you can obviously bring what you like on board as well. It's short and really the, the whole aircraft is like a giant TV. You're usually re- relatively low to the ground. You have amazing views. I was going to ask you, is there any, is there anything, are there any promos or offerings that you guys are doing? If you go to our website and, and enter in your email, um, you get mailed a, a code that will give you 10% off your first flight. We also have a round trip deal. If you purchase, I think two or three weeks in advance, you can you and stay on a weekend. Uh, you can go round trip between New York and Boston for uh, five hundred ninety-five dollars round trip. Now, when is this happening again? Um, that's actually ongoing. If you if you purchase in advance, you can you can do a round trip across a Saturday, oh. staying across a Saturday night, 
uh, for just $595 round trip. Wow, that's awesome, Jill. Especially if you have that experience, like you said. And are you guys doing, have since you guys are um, working with so, so many, uh, I guess, privileged people and people who are um, affluent, so to speak? We do. We sponsor a number of local organizations. Um, we use a lot of, we're a veteran-owned business. Uh, we have a strong, um, uh, we use a lot of local businesses for printing needs, uh, for other things. Uh, we've sponsored some community groups and youth organizations. We get people exposed to pilots. Trying to get the next generation of pilots up is, is important to us. Thank you so much for, for, for speaking with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for spending this much time with me.